0: Hey there, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. Thanks for joining me on the Chaos to Calm podcast, a podcast designed for women over 40 who think that changing hormones might be messing with their mood, metabolism, and energy and want to change that in a healthy, sustainable, and permanent way. Each episode, will explore topics related to health and wellness for women in their 40s, like what the heck is happening to your hormones, what to do about it with nutrition, lifestyle and stress management and inspiring conversations with guests sharing their insights and tips on how to live your best life in your 40s and beyond. So if you're feeling like you're in the midst of a hormonal storm and don't want perimenopause to be horrific, then join me on Chaos to Calm as I share with you how to make it to menopause without it wrecking your relationships and life. Hello and welcome to the Chaos to Calm podcast, where we always discuss how to master the chaos of those changing hormones, mood, metabolism, energy in your 40s. I'm Sarah, the perimenopause naturopath, your host, welcoming you to episode number 17. It always not surprises me, but I always feel a bit like, oh, I've done so many episodes so far. Um, So welcome to this episode. We are going to be talking all about the thyroid today so this episode and the next episode are all about your thyroid and we are going to unlock the secrets of your metabolic powerhouse (laughs) doesn't that sound intriguing really what it is is i'm going to talk to you about the thyroid explain to you how it works about your thyroid hormones and how to test it and next time we will talk about the interplay between your thyroid hormones and fluctuations of perimenopause and menopause and how that can impact it Um, because it's a big influencer on your overall health and well-being and particularly weight so let's just get into it shall we (laughs) let's talk about the thyroid what is it do you even know where your thyroid is so the thyroid is a butterfly shaped gland in your neck Sounds so lovely, doesn't it? So you can feel it in your throat, like just where your voice box is. It's just kind of hiding behind that. Ideally, um, well, this is really hard to do in a non-visual <laughs> environment. <laughs> but if you gently press around it, you can feel it, it but you do, um, you need to be really careful. I'll see if I can find a good image that shows you where it is so you can and try and feel it. And I'll pop it in the show notes. Great solution. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> Anyway, your thyroid, it's in your throat and it makes some hormones that are essential for your energy and metabolism. And that is thyroxine, what we call T4 for short, and triiodothyronine, which is T3 for short. Sure. T3 and T4, much nicer, hey? So thyroid hormones, the T4 and T3. So T4 is the storage version Uh, of your thyroid hormone. It floats around in your bloodstream waiting for your body to need it and then it gets an iodine cleaved or cut off it and it becomes T3. T3 is the active hormone that binds to your cells and essentially switches them on or tells them what to do and how fast to do it. So your thyroid hormones, particularly T3, is involved in regulating your energy production um, regulates the mitochondria your energy factories in your cells and your metabolism throughout the body including your brain so when the thyroid function is impaired whether it's slow or fast your energy metabolism is changed it can be compromised um if it's running in a slower Rate, then you can get symptoms like fatigue and brain fog and other stuff like that. And additionally as well, your thyroid hormones have a direct impact on your neurotransmitters, on your brain compounds. So they, yeah, they influence your mood and emotional well-being as well. So it's they are really important, aren't they, to keep in balance. Hopefully you can see just how much they can change your experience of the world and how you feel as you're moving through the world. Now, through these hormones, your thyroid controls all of the processes of the body, all the ones related to sustaining your life, like converting food to energy and making sure that each and every one of your cells can do the job it was created for. So it really is like the (laughs) really important organ in your body. I mean, your heart, it keeps you alive. Your lungs give you oxygen. They're all important in their own way. But this one influences each of your cells and tissues and organs every single day moment by moment so it decides how quickly or how slowly your body utilizes energy yeah it's just really really important and for so many aspects of your health so what can happen though is that there's many symptoms when your thyroid is off balance and commonly those symptoms can be mistaken for being age-related or other factors like, oh, you're in perimenopause, oh, you're a busy mum, or, you know, you've got lots on your plate, you're working, doing kids, blah, blah, blah. Hopefully, by now in episode 17, you know what I'm going to say there in that they might be common, but they are not normal and they should not be written off. Okay, sometimes, yes, those things might be related to just being too busy, but always they'll have an impact on your thyroid and other aspects of your health there as well. So it's really important not just write those, yeah, anything that you're feeling. So weight gain, it's one of the most common problems my clients come to me for. Yes, it's true, but it's rarely the first sign of a thyroid going haywire. So let's have a look at the symptoms of hypothyroid dysfunction, so slow thyroid function. So when your thyroid is running slow, for want of a better description, some of the common symptoms are fatigue, brain fog, low motivation, less stress resilience, like lowered capacity to handle stress, so you'd feel quite overwhelmed quite quickly or not able to think through what to do. Sluggish bowels, you might find yourself more constipated, um, depressed, like low mood, Uh, thin hair, maybe more of your hair is falling out than it used to. Your skin might feel dry, might get some joint pain or stiffness there and more general aches and pains. Your period might get heavier. Your iron levels can get lower. This one's harder for you to just know, but you might... Be more likely to get insulin resistance in a hypothyroid state and um, or high high cholesterol so your cholesterol can go out of range that's something i see a lot uh, with my clients with the imbalanced thyroid you might find yourself having more hot flushes and feeling intolerant to hot like extremes of hot and cold um, and things like a lack of sleep and that kind of does fall under um, less stress tolerance there so I wonder, do any of those sound familiar to you? Um, there is a big overlap between thyroid symptoms and hormone fluctuations, the symptoms of perimenopause. So yes, it's true that there is a lot of overlap, um, but... It's good to work out what the cause is and do some testing, and we will talk about that later on um, today about how to test your thyroid, so that and the best ranges for that as well, so that you can understand um, what's going on so we've talked about hypothyroid symptoms the most common ones there of a slow thyroid let's talk about what happens when your thyroid is upregulated or or running fast a hyperthyroid state so some of the symptoms the most common ones um, with regard to a hypothyroid is increased heart rate so you might experience a rapid heartbeat or it might be irregular palpitations or even like a sensation of your heart pounding like it's going to pound out of your chest You can feel really anxious and nervous, really like wired or, you know, really restless or irritable, have trouble concentrating because you're, you know, almost in that hypervigilant state when if you've ever been really stressed or really frightened and and responding to a stressor. Now, with hyperthyroid, you can have unexplained weight loss. You know, you might have your normal or even an increased appetite and be eating more. You have unintentional weight loss. I want to say, though, as well, that in a hyperthyroid state, you do not necessarily uh, always lose weight. You can either stay the same or some women do gain weight even in a hyperthyroid state. But if you do have unexplained weight loss, please do go and get that checked out and um, get your thyroid checked. So fatigue and weakness, um, you know, you might have trouble sleeping because you're in a hyperactive state, but um, you'll feel tired there as well and sort of weakness in your muscles there you might have heat intolerance you might have trouble tolerating heat because you are sort of up regulated already already and you might find yourself super sweaty as well so you can see like hypo or hyperthyroid state you might have a lot of crossover between perimenopause uh, symptoms and when your thyroid is out of balance and that's why you know i always like to do a thorough checking of blood in the blood tests of my client's thyroid so that we can decide whether it is perimenopause or if there is something out of balance with the thyroid there so other things for hypothyroid tremors trembling like shaky you might find that you have looser bowel motions or diarrhea even i mentioned muscle weakness that you might feel like your muscles are really weak or tired changes in your uh, cycle as well so you can experience lighter or irregular periods but sometimes it could be heavier or more frequent so it's a little hit and miss there Um, you might have a change in your appetite it could increase in a hypothyroid state but it can also decrease because you know depending on um, how stressful it feels on your body now, in hypothyroidism, you might get an enlarged thyroid known as a goiter, and that can cause visible swelling in your neck. And that's when you'll really easily be able to feel your thyroid in, in your neck if you gently palpate. And sometimes you can even see like a rounding or swelling there as well. So if you, you know, I wonder, do you feel any of those symptoms? Um, hypothyroid is less common in my experience than hypothyroid, but you know as i said i do work in the a lot in weight loss and so that i'm probably seeing people more with weight gain than uh weight loss but it's really important if you're feeling any of these symptoms don't just dismiss them as being perimenopause or aging please do go and get them checked out now what like when i say checked out let's talk about that nice segue there sarah (laughs) thanks Um, so often, you know, people tell me, oh yeah, I had my thyroid checked. No, it was normal. Hmm. I say, okay, normal. So normal (laughs) in the Western medicine world doesn't represent optimal. Just going to say that. And it also often isn't comprehensive. So usually because of the way Medicare is set up in Australia and, um, You will only have one hormone tested and that is your thyroid stimulating hormone. That is the one that comes from your brain, from the hypothalamus and pituitary glands to the thyroid to tell it to wake up and get going. Now, this can be, um, yeah, it's really a brain hormone. It's not actually even a thyroid hormone, but it's what your brain produces to stimulate the thyroid to do its job. So it can give us a warning of uncontrolled thyroid disease it doesn't pick up every case because it can be slow to change and also the ranges the normal lab ranges well they're very broad so you can be feeling really crappy even if you're in the normal range so ideally, like I like TSH to sit between one and two, but some lab ranges will let that go up to five before your GP will want to do anything about it or, or talk about medication because that's essentially the tool that they've got is medication. Whereas from a naturopathic perspective, we've got acres of land in there that we can do some stuff with food and herbs and nutritional medicine to help try and get your um, thyroid back into balance. And that's the advantage of using holistic Healthcare is that we can do preventative care. We don't have to wait until there's a dysfunction to take action. So that's the problem with normal testing or GP testing is it tends to only do one aspect. What I like to test, and to give a true understanding of your thyroid, we really need to know, yes, your TSH. So if it's low, it's going to indicate an overactive or hyperthyroid And if it is high, it's going to tell us there is a hypothyroid situation happening there. But we want to know your free T4. We want to know how much of those actual thyroid hormones are circulating. And we want to know your T3, your free T3 as well. And this is really important because it tells us how much of the active hormone there is in your blood and how, you know, how much of that is circulating around and doing its thing. Some other thyroid hormones or hormones that can tell us a bit more about what's going on in your body, uh, reverse T3. Now, this is how your body reduces T, the active hormone, T3, and slows the body down it's a protective mechanism it's really primal I think there as well you know if you've got too much on there's too much stress too much busyness then you're going to have higher levels of reverse T3 now reverse T3 it looks to your body like the T3 the active T3 hormone it binds to your cells in the same way that active T3 hormone does but it doesn't do anything it doesn't tell your cells to do anything so It's like interfering with those active hormones. It's 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 like you're crawl into a cave and lie down there hormones. So it's higher during states of stress. It's good to know the reverse T three, but it's not essential. Like most women in their forties and or you know fifties and perimenopause or menopause, it's the busiest phase of life. Like intend to assume that their reverse t3 is elevated but you know it is good to know rather than assume so if you can get reverse t3 measured that is great now the other thing i like to measure especially if there's a family history of autoimmune thyroid conditions like Hashimoto's um, or someone has a history of allergies or intolerances or even just in perimenopause is your thyroid antibodies these tell us if the if there's the thyroid dysfunction or imbalance is an autoimmune condition, and you can have normal levels of T3 and T4 um, still early on in thyroid dysfunction, and and the opposite is true as well you might have changed t4 and and t3 but your tsh hasn't quite um, changed there as well so it is nuanced and it's good to have a practitioner familiar with looking at thyroid hormones um, to look at your results and help you work out whether um, there is a problem there or not but looking at thyroid antibodies the earlier we spot them the more we can do to prevent and protect your thyroid from further damage and we really want to do that because antibodies against your thyroid means your immune system is going to attack the cells of your thyroid and you're going to lose function you've got less cells able to make those thyroid hormones there now, Medicare doesn't cover all of these tests. That's that's the problem with normal or GP testing there. They will generally only do TSH and they'll only do T4 or T3 if TSH is out of range. Now, if TSH is out of range, there's a problem and it's been going on for a while. So, um, yeah, I don't want to <laughs> keep ranting here about it, but I do just want to remind you, yes, that within range or... Fine that you might get from the GP doesn't always mean optimal for you. So the current range of normal TSH in Australia is 0.5 to four, um, but the research suggests that it should be more along in in the lines of like between one and two. That's where I like my clients to sit. So you can definitely have normal air quotes are happening there, <laughs> and still have a subclinical thyroid disease, and there can be things keeping your tsh uh, out of balance inflammation chronic stress some medications um they can impact your thyroid there. And you can be totally feeling the uh, hypothyroid state but still have normal bloods and but if we look at them from the optimal perspective they're not in that optimal range they're more that subclinical picture there so it's not bad enough to be declared a thyroid dysfunction or disease but it's starting to impact you and how you're feeling so you could totally have symptoms of you know brain fog weight gain feeling tired even if you're sleeping eight nine hours a night or whatever and so you're you can even get a cellular hypothyroidism there, which is when your cells are not using enough thyroid hormone for what they need to do. It's almost like insulin resistance, but it's in um, with your thyroid hormones there instead. So that was what I wanted to talk to you about today, just to introduce your thyroid our wonderful thyroid hormones, how they work, and a bit more about that hypo and hyperthyroid state that we can get into. And, um, yeah, so we've looked at that, your beautiful butterfly-shaped thyroid gland that produces the hormones T4 and T3 that are really vital for your energy and metabolism. We've looked at how the thyroid controls your body's processes, how it impacts your energy balance and influences how much fuel you use. And we've looked at or unveiled the common symptoms of thyroid dysfunction, which, you know, whether hyper or hypothyroid, and they're often mistaken for natural aging or, or perimenopause or something else. So, thinking, you know, from fatigue to brain fog to lowered motivation and stress management issues, there's lots of different uh, symptoms that you can experience. It has a broad you can see the broad range. Of, of influence that your thyroid has to your well-being and so yeah we've looked at that link as well you know the link between your thyroid and your emotional state and your brain neurotransmitters there it really does influence from head down to your toes Um, So fatigue, brain fog, constipation, depression, joint pain, even influencing your cholesterol levels um, in the hypothyroid state and then the hyperthyroid state, more that heart rate. Think of that racy sort of agitated, upregulated state there. Now, thyroid testing. I've talked about the limitations of standard testing today and I really hope you understand that we need a fuller picture than what you can normally get with Medicare. And you can work with a, a natural health professional to get additional testing done, or um, you can uh, request your GP to refer them and pay the difference yourself there. So, um, But we really want to look at TSH, T4, T3, reverse T3, your thyroid antibodies to get that really complete picture uh, of what's happening with your thyroid and then if we need to, we can take it further and look at some nutrients like iodine and, and things like that. When we understand the thyroid's role and um, how it's influenced in perimenopause, which is what we'll talk about in the next episode, it really allows us to be proactive and supporting our body and nourishing it to, with what it needs to um, optimise its function. And recognising those symptoms and also understanding that they're not, you know, just don't write them off as perimenopause or ageing, um, you know, and addressing those imbalances, supporting the glands to work effectively. You really get to choose how you move through this phase of life and, and enjoy it with greater vitality. Absolutely. So before we finish, I want to let you know to check the show notes because I've created another freebie for you, a comprehensive cheat sheet of the optimal ranges for um, the blood markers that are most commonly out of balance for my clients in perimenopause. So these are going to tell you what my optimal ranges are and where you want your results to sit. How cool is that? It's, um, I think, really valuable for you. So it'll help you understand and interpret your thyroid-related blood test results, but also some other common um, studies that are uh, that are done um, in your blood test. So go find that and at the show notes and other stuff at podcast.com. And join us in the next episode because we will be exploring how perimenopause hormone fluctuations can contribute to dysfunction in the thyroid so you will understand your thyroid how it works we've just talked through that today but then you're going to also see how your hormone fluctuations of perimenopause can impact your thyroid and why we um, need to be aware of that and how to look after it so Don't forget to find the show notes and much more at www.chaostocampodcast.com. Please, I would love it if you could rate and review uh, this podcast on Apple. It helps uh, other women like you to see my content and be helped by it so that they also can enjoy, you know, a smoother transition to menopause so that is all from me today thank you so much for sharing your time with me and until our next podcast episode please remember it is possible to master the chaos of changing hormones mood metabolism and energy and make it to menopause without it wrecking your life and relationships It's really common for women over 40 to experience the chaos of changing hormones, mood, metabolism and energy. But I hope you know now that common doesn't have to equal normal for you or them. You can help others understand they aren't alone in feeling this way and that perimenopause doesn't have to be horrific by subscribing, leaving a review and sharing this podcast with other women in their 40s and beyond. Thanks so much for listening and sharing your time with me today in this chaos to calm conversation.